Welcome to Andy Sense, the Full Send HQ.com podcast, where we talk about badassery in the world and action sports and use our friend me, Andy, <laughs> as a barometer for crazy. Okay, okay. So um, let's introduce FullSendHQ.com, tell everybody what it is. Jen, you want, you want to do that? Full Send HQ is your action sports headquarters. No, so what we're working on is creating a centralized place for action sports content. So media and entertainment, we're doing current news, which by the way, I only started saying current news because Doug wrote current news in our branding and now I use it as current news. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but you know, news. Um, and, um, news. and then, you know, we'll go... <laughs> <laughs> right by definition, isn't it all current? Um, then it wouldn't be news. That's it would be that's history. That's why I think the use of current is funny. Oh, so it's it's redundant. Oh. Is I what think you're it's redundant. Again. I gotcha. Uh, but anyway, we um, we're going to be collecting news there. We're going to be producing original video content. Uh, we will have this podcast on there, and then ultimately, that is meant to be a place to centralize fandom. And once we do that, and we have all of our cool friends who like cool badassery shit all in one place, eventually we plan to roll out contests uh, related to action sports events. So you'll be able to play, say, fantasy. You'll be able to earn points and contests, maybe exclusive products, action sports products, like a board, like a snowboard, um, by interacting with live, say, X Games, do tour, those kinds of action sports events. Awesome. Yes, yeah, very cool. It's uh, the, the fan duel of adrenaline, adrenaline sports is kind of what we like to call it. Right? Yep. All right. So I guess kind of what I'm here for yes. is that I Your don't turn. really <laughs> know anything about this stuff. I find it cool. It's what I catch it in sports bars and things that I look at. But I don't know shit from about it. I really don't. So, But it does interest me. And I feel a lot of people feel that way. And that's what we're kind of here to talk about, to get the, the John Everyman interested in this, have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And figure out what's going on and, you know, bring it to the people that might not be as comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I would say uh, fantasy sports <clears throat> at its core is uh, another way for people to interact with uh, sporting events that don't just involve going to Vegas and putting a bet on a, on a line. Right. Like it's not like, oh, well, here's a binary outcome or, or here's a, an outcome that is influenced by odds uh, with that are driven by other people that are that are placing bets, right? So so lines in Vegas are set originally by the house, and then as people make bets on either side of something, it moves the line back and forth. But there's always a spread in there for the house to make money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, fantasy sports are a way for you to kind of dig a little deeper and say, oh, I, I like these athletes. I think they're going to do well. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to put them all on the same team, and then they earn points respectively in whatever games or competitions they compete in. And then you can either win prizes or just points for a leaderboard, or you can win real money. FanDuel and DraftKings were kind of the pioneers of daily fantasy sports, which is industry term for you know actual real money, real money gambling. Well, not, not, sorry, not gambling. Games of skill. Cut that out. Cut, Cut that out. Me. <laughs> um, well, one thing that I really enjoy about fantasy, and if, if we're going to really quickly talk about why Full Send HQ even wants to get into fantasy, is because fantasy tends to um, engage people who might not even necessarily watch regularly this event for mere fact that they now have skin in the game. So you can take an Andy 
who doesn't know, um, you know, action I'm sorry, sports I just really very like well. skinning the game. Like, no, it's really good. I like, I just it sounds like good too. Like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Tap on your you shoulder say, for that one. You say one. skin and in? <laughs> Interesting. I'm down. <laughs> so take someone who doesn't watch the X Games regularly, like Andy here, and you can now all of a sudden have a vested interest, a.k.a. skin in the game, because you can actually win money if you create a strategic team that earns enough points. So we've seen it with a lot of other sports leagues. We've seen it with the NFL um, NHL, they're all not only embracing fantasy, now they're actually embracing real money gambling, which we're not doing, but the idea is yet. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea behind it, and they're and they're they're creating they're they're inking major, major partnerships. NFL has major partnerships. All of these leagues have major partnerships with the fan with the fantasy companies and also now the gaming companies because they recognize that it's increasing fandom in their sports. So we want to bring that to action sports. We think that there's a lot of interest in action sports, but there's two problems. One, it's such a siloed industry because you have the snowboarders and then you have the surfers and then you have the skydivers. Heck, even in these industries, there's siloed people, right? In skydiving, we have you know the, the people who uh, go really, really fast. <laughs> 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 the the, the so, zoom zoom, <laughs> and then oh. you have people who um, focus on what they do with their parachute, or you can even take it a step further, and you have people who base jump, which is not the same as skydiving, and not everybody knows. She's that. also a skydiver, by the way. We didn't introduce ourselves, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was just that. about to say before we got any further. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah, sure. Hey. So my name is Jen. Um, Actually, I did introduce myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the third person, Mr. Wrestler. Right? We're going to intro. That's a good idea. Uh-huh. So I'll go. I'm yeah. Jen. I'm um, one of the co-founders of Full Send. I also am the sister to Doug, who is also a, my co-host here. And um, I am a skydiver. So I have um, 300 skydives. Um, it's been great. I've been jumping since 2016. I also do a bunch of other kind of fun action sports. I have my paragliding license that I got in Salt Lake City last year. Uh, I am a newly minted skateboarder. You can regularly catch me on the mean streets of New Jersey doing that. Literally on the street. <laughs> yep, sometimes <laughs> busting my face. <laughs> it's on record now. <laughs> That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Um, and sometimes, um, well... You know, I own a paddleboard. I also <laughs> own a surfboard. I'm not saying I know how to do either of them as well. Um, and fun fact, I lived in a van um, and still sleep in it every night and traveled around the country for a year. So I was able to kind of meet a, like a lot of people in action sports firsthand, go on adventures with them, went some on some fun adventures in Moab, Utah with some action sports people who were jumping off cliffs. Go ahead, Doug. Who are you? Wait, hold on. Yeah. I, too, <laughs> lived in a van. You did? <laughs> It's very different. <laughs> so let's go. Was it by the river? Though? No, it was in Perth Amboy. But <laughs> oh, over to you. Let's buy. Let's buy a river. I would <laughs> love to hear that story. Another time. Another time. Another time. <laughs> My van was and still does look like a something you'd see on one of those homemaking shows with the little houses. Tiny house show. Yeah, it's yeah. super cute. Yeah. Mine looked like a work truck. <laughs> 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 oh, I enough about me. 
This is all you need to know. <laughs> I feel like I have nothing to bring to the table now. <laughs> you guys covered it all. <laughs> so you don't live in a van. I do not live in a van. The van, Your van lives in my driveway. That's true. <laughs> I, I currently am parked in Doug's driveway. Oh, way to take I the use, mystery out of it. Like, I, I use, I, so it's what, great. How I am I supposed to counter water. 300 skydives? It's a lot. It might be. Okay. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. It's twenty five dollars a jump once you get your license. Everyone should do it. Skydiving is really accessible. Um, yeah. One day Andy will get in a. Oh, plane. No, you keep talking. It's sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll get in one. Yeah, that might be the rum, but whatever. Let's go. <laughs> I'm I'm Doug. I am the brother of Jennifer, my co-host, and the longtime friend of Andy, the other co-host who the show is named after. Um. I participate in action sports. I have uh, my entire life. I mean, I, I love telling the story when I was like 12 years old, I think, and the X Games was on back in like 94, 95. Um, it was like my Olympics, you know, I was when I was back skating back then. Uh, it was it was a really big deal. And uh, I remember distinctly Jennifer and my mother forcing me to shut it off to watch Nick at night. And uh, I was pretty upset about that, you know, because I'm like, this is my Olympics. And. Mom was like, but I love Lucy. And Jen's like, yeah, Doug, I love Lucy. So, <laughs> so yeah, remember that. I'm way cooler. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I love Lucy, But though. I did it first. I'm going the hipster route here. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I, I, still, I still like things that go fast. You know, I ride my motorcycle both on street and dirt. Um, I'm a big gearhead. You know, I love rebuilding engines and, and things to make them go faster. And, uh, yeah, I just... I, I have my sense in BMX and skate and snowboard, and yeah, I have three skydives, so not not nearly as much as Jen, but like I'm getting there. Cool. Also, also cool story n- nerd. <laughs> also, didn't live in a van, Andy. <laughs> I've got stories, Doug. <laughs> I bet you do have stories. Yes. I'm just gonna do a quick shout out to our aunt Lisa, who has more skydives than Doug. Oh yeah, cool. I just throw Doug under the bus. I'm having a lot of fun already. Great. The bird unit. <laughs> she has five. <laughs> she has five. Yeah, well, just because she was friends with the Golden Knights, all right, and she got to jump once or twice with them. That's. I mean, are they really jumps? One are day we're gonna bring our two jumps. One day we're gonna bring our grandmother on the podcast as a guest because that lady used to work at a drop zone, sort of. Sort of. No, she did. She worked at an airport, and she was flying. She would fly. Um, open, do- basically single prop engines, uh, engine planes with no doors on them, and just fly around and drop streamers in the air for skydivers back before like they had radio. Like, no, to, for airplanes, so they didn't fly through like the, the drop zone. Oh. So when they're coming in on approach because there was no there was no real radar back then. I mean, we're talking like half a century ago. There was no radar, right. so they, they saw these streamers floating to the ground, and they're like, "Oh." Hopefully they weren't like drinking or, or you know they were paying attention, and they'd be like, "Oh, there's some you know somebody there." I had no idea that was the purpose of it. I thought the purpose of it was so they knew the direction of the wind, so they knew which way to land it. But even better that so other planes I mean, didn't. I hit think the they had flags back then. Mm, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> flags are helpful. <laughs> <laughs> or a blade of grass, you know. Yeah, that was grandmother just leaning out. Our grandmother has a pink 
it's it's an amazing streak. pink streak in her hair and i imagine her like fl- flailing outside of the thing just dropping gla- grass blades <laughs> just dropping jennifer, glass jennifer <laughs> land to the south <laughs> but chain smoking <laughs> Paul mauled unfiltered. <laughs> Hardcore as fuck. Yes. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's us. Um, so, any other questions about fantasy? What are, you, what are we talking or about? I'd like to hear more about Andy, too. Oh, that's right. We got to introduce him. Our third co host. Sorry. Andrew. I spent so much time, you guys tearing me to shreds. I forgot about Andy. My fault. Oh, my bad, bro. But, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I'm just kind of the every guy. I, I, I work construction. <clears throat> have a nice nine to five Monday through Friday, but I really like this shit, and I know you two fuck. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he's moderately funny. <laughs> and I drink a lot and have fun stories. I think. So Andy is a big Irish man. Yes, who... for those who can't see us, I am a yeah. monster. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing, wearing his Bill Murray shirt. Bill fucking Murray, bro. But yeah, no, no. no. I'm just kind of the every guy in this who just is lucky enough to become friends with both of them. Oh, and here we are now. They get all fucking mushy, but yeah, it's yeah. here we are. Here yeah, we are. he's so also we're... a funny gentleman and he's pretty intelligent. Good. There we go. Fair enough. I like... No, don't. No, no. Stay in my Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm done. <laughs> I, think, I think that's pretty fair. So you know, we've been friends for a long time. These two guys are, are out here with a an amazing idea. And I'm just happy enough to be along for the ride. Cheers nice. to that. Well, cheers, cheers to that. I'll take that. Bing. All right. Bing. Every time I cheers, it goes bing. Oh, in your head? <laughs> in my head. In your head? <laughs> you should get that checked out. Even though in the <laughs> old days, it was just so you didn't get poisoned. Yes. Yes. I'm just super. I found a Pazooka Joe bubblegum wrapper <laughs> right where I'm sitting. And I'm like, I've been holding on to this little piece for a minute. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Excellent. Is it funny? Oh, it. You will be a fine swimmer and may make the Olympic team. That's my fortune. Well, somebody hey, else's fortune. Look at it's that. as though they know <laughs> that we're about to send Andy on a bunch of adventures. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. We're going to do stuff that's out of my comfort zone. Yeah, so everything, basically. We're doing everything. <laughs> this is out of my comfort zone. I'm probably red as a fucking an apple right now. You're but getting there. Yeah, no, I can feel it. Can. The solo cup and you are yeah, We're merging souls. <laughs> yeah, we want to do some fun things, like uh, put Andy in an indoor wind tunnel, for example, and, and have him do indoor skydiving with his entire beard flapping up through the wind which would be hilarious and great and uh you know i'm thinking put him on skateboard and and some other precarious things which would be super hilarious and and we're gonna get his take on it 100 i would i think that something we should mention is one thing about action sports if you're on the outside of it is that they seem very impenetrable in the sense that it's okay, you fall out of planes. D- Doug and I joke about this all the time when we're on meetings. People find out I'm a skydiver and they're like, oh, what? You know, and, and it's like, okay, yeah, sure. That might seem intimidating. But what's really cool about a lot of these sports is that they are totally accessible. And, and yeah, sure, do I expect everyone to become a skydiver because of full send? No. But can people understand that there are paths to get outside and do cool 
cool shit beyond just throwing a football for sure you know so i think that by having you andy do these cool different kinds of tasks even though some of them will be disasters (laughs) no we're not buying him health (laughs) care maybe one day Don't make promises in there, Jen. <laughs> Listen to our podcast, support us, so that we can get Andy healthcare. <laughs> yeah, we've turned this podcast into an outreach program for Andy's healthcare. <laughs> y'all can't see me mostly right now, but I need it. <laughs> so the idea being that if we can if we can make this all a little bit more accessible. Hopefully, and my and my hope is that it inspires people to want to get outside and push past their limited boundaries. One hundred percent. Well, even look at something like iFly. If you didn't know, if I didn't know, I would not have. I've seen the building, still didn't know what it was, but I only know about it because of you mm-hmm. and the stories that Full Sentence wrote. What did you think iFly was? Now I'm curious. I mean, <laughs> the mind reels really, but <laughs> I just. Like, <laughs> I, Go on. I don't know. It's, it looked like a place where bad things happen in a video game. Because got that weird <laughs> cylinder through the middle. Like, I don't know. Like, like a level it at a golden eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look scary. It it's does. like a it's giant just... protruding column. Yeah. With these weird wing kind of columns. Which is all, by the way, um, how the tunnel works. Oh. So the reason why the building, fun fact, the reason why the iFly building is shaped, and for those who don't know what iFly is, it's an indoor skydiving facility. Uh, and they host indoor skydiving competitions. It's this whole other sport we'll talk about eventually. But the reason why the building looks that way is because it's actually, it's called a vertical wind tunnel, and it circulates the air. So so it comes up through the net, and that's what gives you lift. And then it comes over the top. It goes out through, like, the, the fake ceiling, and then in through these sideways, these chambers, and then back up. It circulates the air. Uh. Back in the day, before they had this new technology, they would pull um, constantly new air out from outside, and it was a problem. But you they lose velocity, hit. right? Well, it was an even. They would get hit by, like, Traps you know, and stuff. Like you pulled well, a bird in like and wind gusts. A pebble. You know, oh, yeah, wow. Pulling it from outside. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> And I'm sure there has to be some kind of uh, electric electricity cost efficiency by recycling the air because you create a vacuum, closed vacuum system. Yep. So the air already has velocity. So it's going up through the tunnel. You pull it back in, and it's already traveling mm-hmm. at, at the speed you want it to relatively. Right, and you, you create infection the, anyway, so yeah, you just kind of do you it. you put it back through the fan, and yeah. Probably saves a ton in money. Rather than sucking pebble air and smash people in the face. <laughs> I mean, that could be a new sport. That could be its own sport together, yeah. altogether. We it's can, all, it's we already can, we can, we can We can call it asteroids or something, you know? <laughs> pew, 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 awesome. pew, 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 well, fun, and super dangerous. <laughs> fun fact, while we're on the topic, uh, about a year and a half ago, iFly released a new virtual reality technology. And maybe we could get Andy doing this because I'm just remembering this. So they actually put, and I've done it once, so I speak from experience, but they put virtual reality full goggles on you. And then you go into the wind tunnel, you're held, thank God, because you can't see shit. And um, and it looks like you're flying in the Swiss Alps. Wow. or and, and you can see other skydivers around you doing flips and cre- wingsuiters and their wingsuits. And it's it's really, really cool. So I, I would enjoy this. I would. Doing that. Well, that's, that's, a, 
that that was my hope. So I, I, I mentioned it in passing to you. I think when we were we were rehearsing one day, and uh, obviously it was lost in the conversation. But you did it, so that's cool. I'm interested to hear your your you know, your viewpoint on it because I watched. <clears throat> excuse me, I watched a um. A, I guess a YouTube guy, whatever. Uh, he did it, and he was like, "Ah, it, it was cool. I, I had a lot of fun in the tunnel. He had never done tunnel flying ever, mm. so he's like, I had a lot of fun in the tunnel. I put the goggles on me. He's like, I could feel that I still wasn't really doing it, but I couldn't tell if that was just him being a cynical asshole or if it like really was cool. And he was just like downplaying it, like, nah, it's whatever. Well, yeah, obviously it's not the same as regular skydiving, yeah. bro. Like, oh, oh. skydiving's way cooler. No offense, <laughs> oh everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cut that, too. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. No, no, I'm just saying, if you're going to, if you're going to be trying to say that it's like real-life skydiving, No, I don't think not. anyone's saying that. I Actually, I just remembered the reason that, and it was a good point, the reason that he said that it wasn't as exhilarating as he expected it to be or that it was billed is because the the framer reference is so far away that he didn't get the feeling of like rapidly descending right because right? the ground's so far away it's like oh okay you know i'm ten thousand feet in the air or whatever and and after three thousand feet you're still seven thousand feet in the air like you know, yeah you, you just the ground isn't rushing at your face right. as fast as you expect it to so yeah. it's just kind of like well i know i'm still in the wind tunnel you know right but i'm sure it's really I fun I don't, I don't know. I've That's seen cool. people play zombie video games and <laughs> smash their own TVs and fall out of fucking rooms. How is pretending to skydive in that scenario where you're floating in the fucking air and not as cool? Like, like. What about what? What about skydiving and zombie? I mean, at the same time. Well, so, <laughs> so here's here's where it gets interesting with this I fly thing mm. is that. Mm -hmm. Yes. In the mic. Yes. Is that um, not only do they have, say, skydiving amongst fun jumpers in the Alps, but they also now are creating video game-like scenarios so you could be a superhero. And you could be a superhero flying in some fake, you know, digital universe, but you have really? the wind and, you, and you're weightless. I mean, yeah, sure, you're not free-falling so in the same like sense, but you are So you'd be like fucking Superman, like, flying towards shit. Yeah. Like creating some type of really? goal. And what you see. Oh, that's super dope. They're building out that whole thing. It's mostly for kids, but come no. on. No. No. Is it mostly for kids? <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's, I mean, you're getting people, all right, outside, but then back inside. But people who can't, <laughs> I mean, not to be a dick. Right, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey Jen, <laughs> oh, your whole fuck your about theory. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, not all of our sports that we support are even outside sports. So. No, that's fair. But like, you get people, you get people out of their normal things. Active. You get somebody into that, mm -hmm. and maybe this is that little bit of push they need to get over that little hump that to, to actually get in that plane. And even if not, I think the perspective shift you get from floating and seeing something totally different when you're with your eyeballs is is a really invaluable kind of just like perspective lesson. I think 100 percent, 100 percent. I mean, I've done some 4D stuff that was really amazing. I did a Ghostbusters 4D where I had a proton pack on. I heard about that. It was like things yeah, were we, whipping we all heard around about the room. It. Is that lady okay? <laughs> Wait, what? That was a joke. Nothing, was a, nothing happened with the lady. It was, 
<laughs> I think there's a story. Well, no, 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 I just made it up. No, he just made it. It really uh, wasn't a story. <laughs> so she's stuck in the proton pack. Yes. No, he was saying he's doing a four D experience, and um, you know how uh, you know you can't see shit. Yeah. So never mind. We'll we'll talk about it later. Go on. But it, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, like, so like there was laser tag. yeah, there was well, there was four of us in this room that we we're really walking around. We're literally wearing a proton pack, wearing goggles, and like wind is whipping. I got hit with shit in the room. Oh, cool! Like pieces of paper and whatnot, like hit me. Like, so if you see a chair, the chair is really there, so you have to walk and avoid it. <clears throat> and then when ghosts appear, you had to like actually hold up a proton pack and shoot them and like bring them where they needed to go. Was was this a void? No, this was actually at uh, Madame Tussauds. Oh really? What? Yes. what? Sos is doing. They had a 4D Ghostbusters, and oh, like there was one part where we were on a balcony on like a 30th floor, and when I looked over the balcony, I was looking down like 30 stories. That's wicked. And you literally walked around the room. No, it was like free form. Mm-hmm. Like we went together and walked around the room together, and like if you saw a chair in the thing, don't walk into it because that chair is really there. It was really amazing. I sense another full send, um, what do you call it, field trip. Field trip. Field trip. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it, yeah. Um, the, the reason I asked about the Void, do you guys know what the Void is? <clears throat> it's a franchise. It's a VR heard. franchise, but it's, I'd be, I actually, I wouldn't be surprised if the Void was the one who did the Mad Tussauds experience. They're also in Manhattan, <laughs> right? Because I believe I looked them up because I was looking for more of it because I was really juiced about I, it. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, a few years ago, actually, I was uh, when when they first started. I think they had two locations. I was looking into opening one around here, like being a partner in in it. But um, they were privately owned, so they, you know we know how that sort of goes. But that would have been super awesome. So the, yeah, the void is basically they they buy a giant warehouse and they fit it out physically, like you're talking about, to match the in in game experience. And then you walk around this giant warehouse with other people and. And you have a VR experience. Yeah, it was it, that was one of the coolest things. So, like, I could only imagine how this Ghostbuster thing was, <clears throat> and that was years ago. I could only imagine what the technology is now. Yeah, it's nuts. And what, like, actually flying in the air? Like, I'm walking around. I know I'm in. Like, I get that. I'm, I know I'm in Madame Tussauds in fucking Manhattan. I get that. But like, the fact of actually floating. Like, I don't give a shit where I am. I'm actually floating in air. I'm not walking on my feet. Like. Right. But if I look like I'm flying in the Alps and I'm actually floating in the air, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. I, I just have one other additional thing to add to that. And that's I've been uh, I didn't mention this, but I've been a tech reporter for, for 10 years. And because of that, I've gotten to try virtual reality for many, many years, like from the early iterations. And I remember trying one where it was you had to walk across a high beam and it, and it, and it wasn't a high. It didn't look like a high beam without floors next to it at first. So you walked across it and it was easy. I mean, there was floors next to the high beam. And then they did an experiment where they took the floors away and it was just the high beam and you had to walk across and you know damn well your brain knows damn well you're in this virtual reality room and you have goggles on but right when they take those floors away and you could see how far you could proverbially plummet to your death you're like (gasps) and people will freak out it tricks your brain because your flight or fright is all in your brain Mm -hmm. like your brain is looking at like uh, right but like you your brain's also like, that looks like fucking far, man. Like, we shouldn't do this. Like, it's- <laughs> I know it's not real, but what if it is? <laughs> well, what if it is? 
This is all kind of one of those things, and I can I can see it. <sighs> so the good news is when you do this at iFly, you're not going, you're not, um, you're held, so you don't have to worry about that. And uh, I encourage everyone to give it a shot. I like it, and we'll be bringing you an Andy Sunset soon from uh, iFly. I got yeah. a shovel. I can dig it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so. What else should we talk about? Okay, so yeah, so let's talk about some action sports industry news stuff. Like, uh, okay, so really super high profile, <clears throat> right? So uh, there's action sports being added to the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. What? I know, right? <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. I don't know that. I'm... Most people don't know it, right? Uh, so snowboarding was added in 98, right? And we all saw what they did for the sport. Uh, on a global scale, also got the United States a lot of gold medals, which was super cool. And Sean White a lot of uh, a lot of gum commercials. Yeah, a lot of gum commercials <laughs> and, and dollars, dollars, and his own half pipe in the middle of the mountains somewhere in like Colorado or something. Oh, that one. It's shit. a private. That's an, oh. a that's a really exclusive fact. Have you been to this half pipe? I don't even know if it still exists. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> But I heard it existed at one point. <laughs> at one point, you were so cool, you had your own private half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could make our own half pipe if you guys really want to. We just need snow. Could we make it out of denty ice? Ooh. <laughs> that's a lot of chewing, but I think we could, we could manage it. How do well does that bond? <laughs> do we need like a blowtorch to like seal it all together? Oh, no, it doesn't bond because that's what it's good for. But... Yeah, it's <laughs> that's not gonna it's work. It's literally at all. the scrap that idea. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Just literally the opposite right. of move what forward. we need. So we won't create our own half pipe yet. Uh, yeah, there we go. At least out of gums. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it'll. Uh, so the sports that are being added to the Tokyo 2020 Summer Olympics are skateboarding, surfing, sport climbing, and BMX freestyle. Skateboarding and surfing have not been in the Olympics until 2020. Are you kidding me? Get out of my brain. I was thinking, it's like, skateboarding's not in there? Like, it feels like skateboarding's been around for the longest and should have been, like, one of the first polls. Were you guys hired to do an infomercial within this podcast? Skateboarding. <laughs> skateboard, skateboard, skateboard. <laughs> Are you serious? What? <laughs> It's crazy, though. And there's many reasons why. Uh, one of the reasons is that you have to have a certain amount of countries. 25. Back it, and the answer is 25. <laughs> I a love certain obscure amount. <laughs> Brain. Yes, yeah, so 25. Um, and it takes a while. That's why skateboarding. Also, with skateboarding, uh, it, it's a little bit about um, people in the culture. Not one. <laughs> Oh, that I heard that. Yeah, that was a good. One. Um, people in the culture of skateboarding for a long time didn't want it to mainstream, right? There was a lot of push against Tony Hawk even having his video game released. Um, it's, it's very counterculture, like really interesting. Which ironically is now getting its own documentary. Yeah, and that's something else we could talk about. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a super cult like culture, and it just 
it just never got there. Uh, but also, you know, with surfing, there's there's challenges to all of them. And one of surfing's has been they've been talking about adding it to the Olympics for many years. I mean, for for over a decade. And in fact, the IOC was like, "Hey, surfers, we're into you," and hung up a flag for surfing over a decade ago. But the reason why they're not in the Olympics until this year is, again, country support. Keep in mind, surfing is in a lot of – it's not in every country. I think that's fair. And it's also, in a lot, though. But it's yeah. in a lot, but not in every until this year. There's only seven oceans, so, right? Probably oceans. <laughs> why – Cut this. Um, seven, seven continents. No, yeah, five oceans, seven continents. Oh, Jenny, you should let me. You should let me bomb my it's own. It's all been ruined. I'm glad you brother sistered that together. Yeah. Just like, yeah, thanks. Good. Thanks, <laughs> wingman. On the, the way seven down. Continents. Think of the letter A. No, don't don't down. start. <laughs> I know, I know how to say all the seven. Yeah. Continents. So actually, uh, WSL World Surf League has been making a giant push the past several years to get uh, competitions in new countries. Um, even ones that uh, traditionally you wouldn't think they would be surfing in that really have really awesome waves, but maybe maybe the governments aren't the most stableist in the world, but they have made <laughs> an active effort to to, uh, to procure a presence there. A and, great example. Uh, excuse me. Go ahead. A great example would be everybody knows South Africa as being one of the hippest, best surfing spots in the world. They have some of the biggest competitions there. Um, well, now the Horn of Africa is getting its own surfing presence of its own. Really? Mm, on the that's, western see, that's part. That's kind of cool. So here's the one thing I would say about surfing in the Olympics, and I think it'd be awesome. And I'm definitely down for it. <clears throat> But different years, surfing competition where you get to sit around all day, you're on the beach, and everybody rides certain waves, waves and catches them. You're not on an even keel at all, uh, like in surfing, right? Like, every not everybody catches the same wave. You can't repeat the same sets. No, you, you cannot, but um, yes and That's no. just my thought. That's yeah, just more so, like... So yes and no. So I'd love to see it there, but like if you're in like I'm... this Olympic thing that has these strict standards. So here's what I would say to that. Here's what I would say. So part of... Part of the scoring in surf competitions or just not even the scoring of, of being an athlete is knowing which wave to choose. So that's, that's part of the mm -hmm. art, the, the stylistic interpretation. Like, well, if you choose the wrong wave, fuck you, buddy. It's on you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you didn't get a good ride. That's your fault. Right. Um, it's, it's like picking a routine in the figure skating. And it's like, all right, well, you don't want to go do that quad axle. And then, uh, and then where you try it and you bail, like, all right. Well, it's your fault. And in Sorry. fact, in surfing, if it, you know, they'll they'll send out heats. It operates in a heat like model. So you'll have, say, I don't know what the number is. I don't know what the number is in the Olympics, but say you have three surfers out there competing in one heat. It's probably more. Um, all competing, and and there's certain rules around that. And and if you actually go for a wave to the point where you kind of get past that threshold of where where you're going to catch it, then that counts towards your score whether or not uh, right so it does you're not able to just sit there and hang loose until the best i mean <laughs> you fair. have to be strategic you have to be like okay right. i have 15 minutes in the seat whatever <laughs> it is and then i have to at least catch two waves because i want to get the highest points so you have to be strategic with that well that's right. true too not every country in the olympic that's hosting the olympics is coastal either right right like you know when it was in georgia like what were we going to do Sure. I mean, well, like uh, if we could do Kelly a satellite, Slater. if we if we could do a satellite, 
we could do like a satellite Olympic run for that. Like everybody so, for the Olympic so they, teams they in are. Costa Rica. Oh, well, so they are. So well, what, I'm fucking super smart. Look, <laughs> Andy invented <laughs> Olympic surfing. So so yeah, WSL they have uh, they have multiple series of events that uh, that happen throughout the season, and uh, they're all Olympic qualifying events. The ones that are underneath the the pro level, right? Uh, so uh, you can compete in those competitions to get status. Well, get get enough points to earn a spot on the pro tour and then you get the pro tour then it's Olympic, Olympic qualification tour for sure and um i'll let jen speak this but even if you're landlocked there is now a new solution to to that thanks yes. to kelly slater so who's one of the most famous surfers of all time oh my god i thought you were doing something from saved by the bell what would I possibly be that's doing? That's Slater and Kelly. That's two totally different characters merged together. Wow. I was like, I don't know what you were going with that. I didn't. <laughs> so, that's Kelly and Slater. My bad, bro. I'll, I'll take... wish... Oh, oh my God. You're right. Yeah, no. I Kelly thought, Slater. I thought you were trying to slide a weird Save by the Bell joke in there. And I was like, I don't get it. I mean. And I just moved on. <laughs> there's no reason to slide it and it wouldn't be weird. But no, good, good call. <laughs> I would just like to apologize for Kelly Slater if he's listening to this. That oh, yeah. I I'm super don't sorry. view you as a Saved by the Bell character. That's two merged together. However, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, no, Kelly Slater, not the the uh, Saved the weird by the amalgam Bell I made in my mind. Cool. The famous pro surfer. Is, go on. Is a very, very, very famous surfer, and he has invested in a technology that is essentially a perfect wave. Pool. So you can surf in landlocked places and hone your skills. It's actually very similar. We're just sitting here talking about indoor skydiving tunnels. Well, indoor skydiving tunnels are used, these wind tunnels, these eye flies. Many Now it's its own sport where people do acrobats in there and they do timed things and it, it's literally its own sport and it's really cool. But a lot of skydivers actually use the indoor skydiving tunnel to hone their skills for the sky. So very similar. It's kind of like a treadmill for running, um, but but really more way, way more fun, expensive. Way more fun. Way more expensive and fun. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to get on a treadmill, oh, but yeah, a wave pool. At the but, Jersey hey, Shore. Action, but hey, action sport, action park just broke reopened, right? Think oh. they think their death wave pool is still yeah. open again? <laughs> you want to die, clown? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Super cool. So, I definitely almost drowned in that wave pool as a kid. By the way, I'm sure. <laughs> I have some. I actually have some horror stories from Action Park. I got. I yeah. know because I'm a big pussy when it comes to that <laughs> stuff, and that water was super cold, so I don't. But I know. They yeah, because it was mountain fucking. It was fresh mountain. water. At least it was fresh. All right, guys. I remember Could've one gross, time they said water. they said, you know what? All you have to do is hang on to this rope and rope out over this fresh mountain water that's 40 degrees or something. And I was like. No. Yeah. And yep. I turned around after waiting in line for who knows how long. That was, that was at the bottom get, of the cannonball slide. Yeah, you get to get two <laughs> types of shock. When your body smacks against the skin of the water from way up high, and then the chill of the water. It's like, yeah. am I dead? Is this what death is? That's... And, and if you're lucky, three, because it was at the bottom of the cannonball du dual slide, the blackout. Oh, so, so, so somebody might come in and so, kick yeah, you so in the would, face as Yeah, yeah, so you could literally, someone could just shoot out of the, this pitch black tunnel, racing their friend in the other tunnel, and then you have a two-for-one shot of maybe getting creamed while you're swinging across this lagoon. Good times, Action Park. Yeah, it, it, it fueled a lot of my nightmares, but so the idea... Fucking love that place. And they even, you know, they even went back and forth, the IOC, and, and the host, basically the hosting, the the... 
wow, I almost said the wrong thing. Um, the the Tokyo hosting committee was able to say, you know what, we want it here, and and there's surfing obviously in Japan. Japan's an island nation, so what they're gonna do is for Tokyo 2020, they're actually gonna use a beach that's pretty close to Tokyo, and it's gonna get, kind of be a remote kind of event. But say it's in Georgia, say it's in somewhere in the middle of Europe, uh, they might remote in from elsewhere. Well, that, I mean that's a good way to include it in the sport. You know what I mean? Like, okay, everybody's in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck, why we're not? here, well, this sucks. But, like, okay. everybody else is like, oh, but you're there. Why not give it to a place that has wave, consistent waves all the time? The other like, thing what I does want... it really matter? Like, what does that part really matter to getting right. a, those people who were yeah. into a sport Yes, that people love? And the other thing I wanted to say uh, uh, with regard to your question about wave consistency is that the the geology that is present behind any given beach doesn't really change from heat to heat, right? So that that seafloor and the sandbars that are involved in that and the wave energy that comes across and comes up on the breakers and creates the wave curls, it's pretty much the same. Unless there's a tsunami or earthquake, I mean, that drives a tsunami, which... <laughs> Yeah. Why why are you nodding your head like you have ideas? Oh, no, cuz there's no I got a thing from back to the beach the the, the cowabunga something from down under. It's a movie thing it would. <laughs> I, I kind of want to know but also don't. I fair do you do. Back to the beach the cowabunga story from down under. <laughs> nope, nope, we're done. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, so I but it's over I didn't know Douglas was there. was in there. Over oh, <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the wave. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not a geologist, you know, just saying the earth. There's a line, why oh, why oh, why oh, did I ever leave Ohio? Yep. It's also, sorry, go ahead. No, go on. No, go no, on. I'm done. I'm done. I don't know the name of the wave. Are you sure? It's the biggest wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a movie from 1950? No, they used to have 1950s <laughs> movies. They did one in the 90s where they went back to the beach. Oh. Well, Boy. well I think we should do a full Sunday HQ field trip there. And that's where they lost their, that's where he lost his nerve and didn't surf anymore and became a car salesman in Ohio. Lord, I hope that. Well, yeah, let's, happen. all right, forward, moving, moving forward. <laughs> so, so to wrap that discussion up, yeah, waves are generally, wave sets are generally consistent on any given beach because the earth doesn't operate in 15 minute timelines. It's a little longer depending on what group, religious group you ask. Is that the cover for Skate or Die? I can't. No, that's back to the beach. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's 1987, the year I was born. Oh, cool. that's cool. Great. Cool great. story. <laughs> Everybody's great. Great, great, great. Everybody's great. Uh, okay, so uh, let's let's transition to our Move the fuck last forward. Awesome. segment. Cool. Our badassery <laughs> segment. Can we do that? Ready Which one are we doing? Which one are we doing? Segment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Has it been five minutes? Uh, we're doing badassery segment. Uh, we're doing the first one that we ever wrote. Ooh. New Jersey's first daredevil. America's America's first. America's daredevil. first. Thank you. However, this From person was based in New Jersey, so basically, um, not to be biased, but New Jersey rules. That's that's great. Go Did on. I lose a lot of podcasts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to be biased. We're cutting that. <laughs> 
Okay, so Sam Patch, this guy. Oh. So awesome name. He's been around. Well, they call he, him Patches. Dead, they called him Patches. Been dead for many years, but he he was really <laughs> doing his thing in the 1800s. Um, Which is saying a lot because it was fuck all else to do. Yeah, so like, you know, that was at the climax of pop culture right there. <laughs> and what he did was he basically. Wow, you know what? We didn't even give our audience a quick education on the term "send it," so I'm gonna just quickly say that. Yeah, let's. So, so let's, let's pull we're badassery. Let's yeah. bring it back. So, so full send. So send it when you're about. If you don't know action sports, people in action sports know this very well. But if you're not, if you're about to throw it off a cliff or throw it off a ramp or do a really big trick, what are you throwing off cliff? Um, my body. Oh, just your body. Yeah. With okay. a parachute. Oh, okay, good. good, good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's just suicide. Yeah, if you if you're if you're using what do you call Jesus it? Christ. <laughs> yeah, without without Sorry. what do you call it? Oh, calculated dis- decisions Risk. risks. So if you if you have your parachute and you make a calculated risk to send it off of something, we call that sending it. So you know you'll hear people on the mountain go send it, and basically the person just goes to a line, does a hits a ramp, and does a three hundred and sixty. You're still using a lot of really really industry specific technology. Oh, am I? To, 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 terminology. Terminology. Terminology is the word I'm looking for. Thank sure. you. Um, what I will say at at its core, <coughs> saying send it is something someone says before another party or themselves do something, fucking awesome? do something fucking awesome or inherently risky, like really risky. And full send is like, I cannot push my luck any further than this. This is like the riskiest I can possibly be. Mm. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to go off this ramp and do a backflip. Nope, I'm going to go off this ramp and do four backflips. That's like a full send. Interesting. But, yes. Like I was at always... a gas station. Nailed what it. I've been telling people. That is full sometimes too. <laughs> gas station sushi. <laughs> Gas station sushi sounds like a fucking full send. Yeah, for, for real. That, that's <laughs> and something like... that I would do. If we want to have a full send food thing, I've been known to get clams at diners in New Jersey, so let's do it. I've seen you fucking. I, yeah, you've I, seen I've me seen, throw. I've seen you've you. seen me throw down. <laughs> You've also been known to get um, spicy shrimp at the Wall Street Pub on a Sunday at nine. No, not nine. Ten p.m. I also think that is, was that's actually a full send. I think that was clam pasta. No, it was both. Oh, Ooh, either way. <laughs> either way, it's very dicey decisions for everybody. So I, fun fact, always thought full send was the more Good. Yeah. Um, formal version of sending it. But, okay, it, it's apparently the baddest form of it. So good to know. So anyway, yes. this guy, Sam Patch, sent it off of many, many cliffs um, until eventually it caught up to him and he died. But he was a high jumper. Think of him nowadays. That's that's a sport, high jumping. And and you, Red Bull has a whole event series based off it. Cliff diving, cliff diving. Called cliff diving. Wait, yo, is this the guy who like who started jumping off of cliffs with just wearing rope around him, like doing the angle? I also, uh, nope. I just, oh, no. <laughs> I think he's just wearing any ropes. Guys, we should introduce a segment first. Oh. Yes. Badassery is a weekly spot that we do that highlights hum- the humans pushing themselves to the edge of potential uh, throughout history. And we call it badassery. So this is our first badassery segment. And we're talking about Sam Patch. Yes. Who's a New Jersey resident yes. where we are based. Whoop, yes. whoop. Whoop, whoop. And he was America's first daredevil. 
and he would jump off cliffs sometimes with his pet bear, right? Yes, his pet bear. Was it a bear? Or it was, was it, no, it was a legit it bear. Was oh no, it wasn't. Okay, bear, it wasn't like yeah. oh, this is my fluffy little twelve. No, 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 bear. no. It was like a no, real. Uh, it was a fucking bear. The I guy was... had a fucking sweet a pet bear. bear. He was a badass. Yeah. Oh, he's jumping off a cliff with his fucking real bear. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> All right, so let me read you some facts. In 1827, he leapt off of New Jersey's 77-foot Passaic Falls. Totally survived. Um, a little while after that, he leapt off of a 90-foot cliff. It was actually, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't a cliff. It was a ship's mast that was 90 feet above the water. Um, that was into the Hudson River, which is right in between Hoboken and own. Manhattan. Risky in very many different ways. <laughs> Especially back then. I heard they used to throw all sorts of things yeah. into the river, like horses. Yeah. It was and, a sewer. Yeah. Like horses? That's where you went? <laughs> well, someone go, told me that once. Go on. Yeah. I believe um, it. I believe Samuel? And then <laughs> they upped it. He upped it a step further and jumped 120 feet from um, a platform that was makeshift put there over Niagara Falls and he also survived that. So he jumped off Niagara Falls with nothing. Correct. He didn't even do that barrel shit. He just like did so it. He didn't even go in a barrel. He just sent it and jumped. So then what happened? So then he, he <laughs> so okay, this was happening all in the early 1800s. We're talking like you know, early like 1820s time period. Well, that all came to a brief halt in 1829. Gen's so he had a good century. Run. <laughs> I love the 1800s. <laughs> well, when so shit happens amazing. in the 1800s, it's very different. There's like no cellular phones, zero modern medicine. Like, like you're really taking your life into your own hands when you're doing shit that you have to respect the shit out of it. Like, paper it's cuts like... were like, this is a real problem. I don't have soap. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it can get an infection. Like, yeah, it's like, yes, real. It's just these both real hardcore. Yes. So in a time period where even paper cuts were hardcore, <laughs> this guy was throwing himself off crazy, crazy depths or heights, and the one that stopped him in his track was a 125 foot plunge from a scaffold this one was in rochester new york so it was also into a river in the genesis Gen 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 genesee genesee river and um unfortunately he actually had a it, it was very publicized he had you know it was gonna be his biggest yet and there was media there and there was all these people watching and he jumped and not only did he die but his body wasn't recovered for many many months oh However, <laughs> fucking badass. <laughs> However, um, you know, as the Jersey jumper, as he was called, you know, yes, he did some things and he pushed the limit, as we'll see with a lot of our badasses. Sometimes they push it too far or they or they push it until it catches up to them. But he did a lot. And, and, and this is why we we want to highlight people like this is he, he showed us that that is even something that's attainable. And it's funny. I had a conversation with a good skydiver slash base jumper friend of mine a few years ago about, you know, when you're in these action sports and you're pushing yourself to these levels that people think would call insanity, right? Like who, who throws himself off a 125 foot scaffold into a river? You're crazy. 
to them, they don't feel crazy. And I would love to get Andy's reaction on this, but to them, they don't feel crazy. I got crazy. a story to go right along with this. It yes. actually works in really nicely. Amazing. When you finish, finish, your, your thought. finish your thought. Oh, um, okay. So yes, I'm done. <laughs> and our listeners are like, but what was your point, Jen? Uh, this will happen frequently. Uh, but my point was that, yes, sure, people died doing that, doing these things, but they're doing it, A, because they really want to, and also, B, there's all these incremental pushes and human potential that have gotten to us where we are today. I mean, yeah, 125 foot jump might seem crazy now, but I'm sure some of the cliff divers who are competing in some of these Red it's Bull nothing. events, it's nothing. And, and and they've honed their skills to be able to do it in a, in a way, and they can keep upping that level, and that overall increases the boundaries. That, like, if you imagine their boundary being over human potential, it, it expands it. 100%, but they're also sure. jumping in places that they've like looked at that is you can true. actually see into the water i'm pretty sure i like, jumped i jumped like, like, 56 feet off i think it was i think it was 56 feet action park action parts action parks like largest uh cliff i think it was like 50 56 feet so i did that and that was like normal because that's who we are now clearly but, action park needs to sponsor this podcast <laughs> I, I maybe no he is wait is he so bankrupt or are they back <laughs> But anyway, so go ahead, Eddie. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Like, so when I was on my honeymoon, we were in uh, the west coast of Jamaica, and there's this place called Rick's Cafe mm. where you can jump off a cliff. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. For those of you who cannot see me, I'm a bit like a fucking egg on stilts. I am like <laughs> 270 pounds all up top with little chicken legs. It's fucking, it's fucked up. <laughs> so me and my little niece, my niece Kylie, I love her to death. So we, we're going to do it. My wife's like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. We just got married. <laughs> so we went to the top one. I think it was 50 feet that you could jump off of. And so we're there. We're waiting in line. There's this Jamaican dude like, put money in the bucks, and then you jump off. And it's like, okay. <laughs> then we see this skinny little white bitch, like a little wafer. It's 50 feet in the fucking air. She jumps, but she forgets to put her arms down. <clears throat> oh, no. Yikes, yeah. From 50 feet in the air, I heard this. The dude who watches that shit all day, his face curled up. I was like, I ain't doing this shit. Like, from here. I was like, I was like I'm not doing it from here. So like did when you the go dude, down a level? I did. I went to, like, the 30-foot one. He went to the, like, preteen. And then I took, like, $40, and I was like, and I showed you a juice dude, box, too? And I was like... I'm going to put this in the box. And then I got a real lesson in how to jump. Because if you don't pay, they're just like, jump, nerd. <laughs> like, they don't care. But if you actually give them money, they're like, okay. See that dark spot? Go out. Put your hands up. When you're out there, put your hands in. Hold your breath real deep. Don't worry. You won't hit the bottom. I'm like, okay. <gasps> you hardly have any. I don't know how divers do that shit. Like, any type of diver. Because I barely had enough time to go... <laughs> like <laughs> no half gainers no flipping around no nothing <laughs> you know what my fat ass did hit the fucking bottom that spot i wasn't supposed to touch i went right lines. into it my feet touched it and then i was like oh shit and all the bubbles were <laughs> and you were like oh my god i have to get yeah, back up 20 40 fucking fat. i'm out of air <laughs> yeah i was out of air way too early like, yeah was, yeah <laughs> so I get to the top Both my ears popped Dramatically Like Like pop, pop. <laughs> And I go And there's this dude He's like You wanna buy weed Go to the right and I'm like 
I don't want to buy weed. I just want to find my family. And then I... That's a great business model. I would have came up and been what? like, yes. How do I find your weed? Capitalizing on the suffering of others? Yes. It was so dramatic. We're not going to be partners in that one. It's a great business model. I just feel nobody sinks like a fucking little eight like I do. I think most people are like, foo-foo. Well, you kind of have to shape like cruise. a bobber. Yeah, you dude. Know? <laughs> fucking I got still. Just like, I went so rapidly to the bottom of like, and when it came to it, I was like, you want to buy weed? Go to the beach. I'm like, dude. <laughs> my wife's up there. Wow. So, so, that, that's that my, Sam, so that's Sam Patch. <laughs> Sam Patch. <laughs> and Andy, Andy. reenacting. Wait. Re-na- re- is that a word? Re- Try again. Enacting. <laughs> Enacting. Reenacting. Uh-huh. I think reenacting. <laughs> I like it better. Yeah. I like yeah, you guys were old with that. <laughs> um, uh, Sam Patch, who was the <laughs> Jersey's first and, and arguably America's first daredevil. Well, I brought yes. Sam Patch to, to the west coast of Jamaica. We had a really good time. Perfect. Amazing. Fair enough. That uh, ghost or or the was. Whatever. It's... Just kidding. Rhetorical. <laughs> so uh, so we're gonna wrap. I think this first episode. Wrap it up. Oh, wrap it. Oh, uh, thanks guys for joining us. Um, this was the first episode of FullsonHQ.com's podcast. Andy sends it. Uh, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, Facebook is slash uh, full send HQ. Instagram is send it HQ. Twitter is Jen. Also full send HQ. The only reason why we don't have full send HQ on Instagram is because some gamer already took it. So I see you, gamer. (laughs) I see you, gamer. And (laughs) I'm going to come for you. But for now, enjoy it. Was that the gamer or was that that the the idiot with the the beer? The beer. Night oh, the beer armor. funnel? No, oh, no, he it might have been a beer he, he guy. He made yeah. like he made like armor out of like Bud Light boxes, and he posted like three photos, and then went inactive for two years. So that's Instagram for yeah. you, you know. Instagram, I'm gonna yeah. come at you soon to get that. But for now, yeah, yeah. Send It HQ is on Instagram. Everything else is full Send HQ. Yeah, and, and if you're unsure about the addresses, you can just check us out fullsendhq.com. All our social links are up there, as well as all news. And um, athlete spotlights and uh, Badassery, featured events. artists. Yeah, events. so quick, yeah. sport quick. wikis. We didn't even we didn't promote even, our whole shit. We didn't even uh. really talk about that, but just a Sorry. quick quick info. Um, if you go on fullsendhq.com, you will not only have the news, you not only have videos, but you'll have, and not only this podcast now, but you'll also have, um, if, you, if you're curious about any of these events, any, or, or I'm sorry, sports, and you want to know about any of them, we actually have full-blown like 500-word Wikipedias with videos associated with all of them so you could get edumacated. And we also have a list of all upcoming action sports events, and you can keep tabs on that. Um, and uh, and this podcast will live quite literally anywhere that a podcast could live. So you know, like that. in a van by the river forever. <laughs> It'll be out there forever. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, anything else? Anyone want to add anything? Nothing. I I'd think... like to thank our entire audience and uh, a shared universe studio. Shared universe. Yep, absolutely they're for hosting us. us. Record here. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I don't know how they let us in here, but they're awesome. Ming's awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you guys. Tune in next time. Yeah, we'll be doing this weekly, y'all. So yep. hop on in next week. Love Say goodbye, ya. Andy. Goodbye, Andy. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. Send it. <laughs>